Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Hello. All right. This is part two of the series on creating a sacred study space. This particular part of the series will be about the importance of your child having everything they need for school within reach. Within reach in their sacred study space. Quick refresher on what we're doing here. This is a series focused on how to create the ideal study slash academic space. And this is an important topic and an endeavor worthy of your time and effort, whether your child is learning remotely or not. This series will be about the importance of and a how-to on creating a space that is exclusively dedicated to academic work. Now, while it's not absolutely required to listen to each episode or listen to them in order, I'm really thinking that it would be best to listen to the parts in order, if you're willing to take the time to do so. Okay, so this part is on the A of sacred, and the A stands for access. It is so very important to make sure your child has everything they need for school within reach, accessible. And in addition to having everything they need, let's be sure that they, that they know where everything is. What this means is that the space needs to be organized. And they must lead or at least participate in the organization. Because so, so much time is lost searching for where that thing is. You know, that thing, that, that thing that I need. Avoidance in the form of procrastination loves when something you need is not within reach or its whereabouts unknown. Procrastination grins a bit when this happens. An impish grin. Because, yeah, nothing stops productivity like the, uh, oh, would you look at that? Looks like I don't have what I need. Break. You know that one. We all know that one. Procrastination loves not having everything you need. To get started, or to continue, or to finish. So that's why everything needed needs to be in that sacred study space. So hopefully your child can get organized now. Make a list. Check it twice. Just make sure your child has everything they need in that space. And remember, it's not enough that it's there. We have to make sure our students familiarize themselves with their space so they know where everything is. This allows me to talk about one of my, my favorite topics. I often say that, that many of our youth's difficulties or deficiencies in executive functioning skills, which include memory and organization, many times these difficulties or deficiencies are not a result of something being wrong with them or them being inherently lazy. So often, the difficulties or deficiencies are by design. A delightful design. What do I mean by that? 
Well, they have a pretty sweet setup if you think about it. It's pretty nice, quite convenient to have their parents do the organizing and remembering where everything is. This is one of the reasons why the creation of the sacred study space is a great opportunity for your child to do the organization themselves or at least participate in the organization process so that they can remember where that thing is. And big picture, that helps to develop all the executive functioning skills and definitely improves organization, prioritizing, and memory. Which, by the way, those three, those are some of the pillars of executive functioning skills. So as soon as you can, sit down with your child and create the list, if you haven't already, of what will be needed. Now, I know schools provide lists oftentimes, but the list might not be exhaustive. There may be things that need to be added to avoid the where is it? Or I don't even know if we have that. Or, well, that's enough for now. Distraction break. So whether it's writing utensils, pens, pencils, paper, planners, calendars, having a calculator out, other paper, water. Yeah, water. That's a, that's a big one, important one. Let's get them a big water bottle. Fun fact. Even mild dehydration can worsen mood, lower attention, and impair students' ability to perform on tasks that require complex cognitive processing. Maybe I should share all the, all the research in that weird voice. Maybe not. Man, I wish I would have known that little nugget of research. I wish I would have known that when my, when my water fountain trip requests were rejected by my teachers growing up. I wish I would have had that in my back pocket. So yeah, join the hydration nation. Okay, important clarification here. So with the collection and organization of all the supplies needed, this doesn't mean that everything, or even most things, need or should be visible. The A stands for accessible, not visible. In fact, having too many things visible in your sacred space can be distracting, which I'll be sure to get into more later. Okay, another helpful organization strategy is to make sure everything is labeled. Get out that label maker if you got one. Remember those? I need to get one of those. Those are so great. They, they print them off and a little sticker thing. If you don't have label maker, I'm sure a Sharpie will work. So whatever organization products you choose, whether that be bins, boxes, baskets, binders, make sure that you label the storage. And whatever you choose, work with your child to make a system that works for them. Okay, idea time. Some of the cool things that I've seen students do in terms of uh, making things accessible in their sacred study space. I've seen those, um, those, those wheeled uh, metal caddies with the, with the three shelves. Those seem to work really well. What else? Um, designating a different colored bin for each class. I really like the idea of having a medium to large calendar or chalkboard or, or dry erase board up on the wall in the sacred study space so that students can see what the upcoming day and week looks like. Those visual cues are so important. Talking about the desk a bit, I tell students to keep the dominant hand side of the desk clear. 
So that'd be the right side of the desk if you're right-handed. Keep that side totally clear so that area can be used to, um, to look at, read, review, write, whatever temporary task needs to be completed at the time. What else? Oh, yeah. Make sure the laptop or tablet charger is accessible. It seems to be a big one. This will help to avoid the procrastination that occurs when we're chasing a charge. So in general, this process, this A, making things accessible, the organization, this may be a bit of a work in progress as your child may realize they need things for school that they didn't or could not predict. But that additional list shouldn't be too long. And there shouldn't be a repeat in the break needed for a particular thing. Once should be enough to keep that item within reach. Accessible. To close part two of this series, being intentional about spacing and storage will allow your child to have access to all they need. Why this is so important is that will free your child up to stay focused and productive. And please remember, parents, our youth should really be leading the accessibility system. And at a bare minimum, they really should be side by side with you in the design and setup of the accessibility. It's real easy to forget and get frustrated by a system that is not your own. So it's necessary that your child makes it their own. All right, the next part, part three of this series, the series on sacred study spaces, I will be addressing the importance of the seat, the seat that you sit in in the space. The seat I'm referring to? Chair. I hope you take the time to listen to part three on chairs. Now, you may think this topic is obvious and overly simple, but it isn't. So I really hope you give it a listen. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.